to episode 6 of People Behind the Business, a show for small businesses with small teams and huge ambitions. I'm your host, Rosemary Ritchie. An important part of why I wanted to do today's show was because the digital nomad lifestyle is exploding in popularity, and it seems like everywhere I look, people are romanticizing the idea of it. But I decided to talk to someone who has been living outside of their home country for a long period of time, not just because she got some cushy job there, but because she made the brave choice to start a new life and start a new business in a whole new country. So, on today's show, I have Jamie Didio Aoyama, and she's going to talk a little bit about her branding business, branding and graphic design, more specifically business, that she's had for the past 10 years. So, without further ado, I'm going to let her go ahead and introduce herself. Branding studio and um, house, and I live in Japan. I'm a native. Um, I'm a mom. Oh yeah, yeah. So that that must have really added into the sure. show as well. <laughs> Absolutely. So, um, maybe just to let the listeners see, uh, and my brand audit from my website, Richings.com. But um, for the sake of the listener, uh, I would love to hear about the AUTO-focused uh, brands uh, you've worked with and share a bit, like, the demographic you've gravitated towards. Um, I, well, first of all, I usually mean help in Italian. So starting out, it was kind of just an idea, getting really deep, deep into helping people and um, over the past 10 years, I've moved uh, who have heart-centered is or who are in the well-living space being designed to um, somehow contribute to making a, a small place that all of us live in. Hmm. That's a really good uh, mission statement, for sure. And uh, what interests you the most about that demographic? Um, you know, I work with a lot of people who are on a journey toward health. Um, some people who deal with chronic illnesses and have made their business um, out of something that could have been very negative. And for me, um, connecting is meaningful for me. It's it's more than a job. It's really, it's a connection. It's from my heart. It, it's a mission. And it makes, um, I think it makes design more, so much more real. You know, there are a lot of things that look good out there, but when they come from the heart, it feels a bit, um, to to talk with you about how to better achieve the message that you are putting out there. Yeah, yeah, that yeah, uh, you really came at a time when I was really a huge transition in my business for sure, and so that that's really awesome. So uh, let's go back to the very beginning. So, uh, what kind of idea into a business? Um, 
know, I have a background in interior architecture, but from Japan for the first time. And um, that was the there's shock and all of that stuff. So I couldn't get a decent um, in interior architecture. So my husband, who's my business partner, people need to promote their businesses. We're going to do this. And um, him being more of all, and you're going to find out how you can help. So that's what I did. We were in a new town, and I went uh, to the small summit, the uh, event organizers, and I offered my services, and I did my start. And that was the most important relationships that I still have today, 10 years later, are from that. Yeah, and for those of you who are businesses as well, um, that's, that's a great bit of advice in the beginning don't know anybody just make that thing of personal connection make a big difference mm-hmm. i think that a lot of people are scared to offer things for free um but you know one piece of advice that i can give to charge for those services don't just say this is for free you know i provided a full invoice with that total dollar amount i'm donating so that can be helpful in establishing as a person to just give out freebies and that's a good tip too because otherwise all will will really matter to people just the fact that it's it's free and in that way they they can get a sense of the value as well and uh, also pass it on to their friends and that's a really good way so you start by um doing graphic design and now that we work together on or did things shift i think yeah um things always change i i started by just offering design services you know starting out in graphics um Coming, I could use the software. Um, I came down to layout and things like that, but I had no knowledge of or, um, going off concept, going off feeling, uh, passive approach, um, and only offering. Like, but over the past ten years, as in myself, I've gotten more and more capable of sending the business side and um, what branding and marketing are. Yeah, I. I there was no yeah yeah and also um too like that's where the valuable and competitive for sure what makes you shine you know what your differentiator is and um it's a place where a lot of people sound but it's really important so if you'd go back in the time machine the very first day of your business a few minutes to tell yourself anything what would you say great question um, I think it's hard for me to consciousness and sometimes all one big blur, but I think that how to run a business. So I would enroll myself in some kind of business course or get a mentor or, um, you know, how to schedule things like that. I think that would have been uh, really helpful for me. Yeah. Cause unfortunately not everyone's left have that as a reason. Not, yeah, even <laughs> Not even in terms of like, like even education. Like I always feel so envious. For instance, see that like their husband is an accountant or thing like that. Yes. <laughs> it's always just too convenient, and everyone's <laughs> everyone's yeah. Every, not everyone's lucky to have. Yeah, absolutely. And you know, you've got things that you just. But my my husband is a specialist in new business development. But somehow, somehow that still didn't get here. It's important for you to seek it out, for you. especially as creatives, because we go into business because we want to be able to offer, maximize the way that we offer our skill, not by an employer, but um, in business.
yeah, and it also plays in the healthcare as well. Most of yeah, because yeah. then it's not just this is this is a pretty thing. Yeah. This can this can get results. Yeah, yeah, I know you get into that with your work, Jake, about creating content, whether it's visual and creating a trustworthy. Product. For sure. So, moving on to the fact that um, you were someone that uh, moved to a whole new in the beginning. Uh, so, I always feel consider it as a one day, maybe they'll do that thing. Um, and it always seems like they're coming of fear. Uh, what will personally recommend for that? I think that do it, and I would tell those people if it doesn't work out, just go back home. Yeah, <laughs> it's not to be complicated. You know, um, a non-traditional lifestyle. If that um, translates being a digital nomad, um, being digitally fluid, or whatever you know you call it, I think that you know you can, um, and you can decide that. You don't like it and you go back or you go somewhere else there's so many ways that you won't know and i think for the listeners who have or parents who have the same thing for taking the plunge for something like this there's never going to be the and you have to make it your own absolutely and what, what would you say is the most important thing to have for small businesses either like aspiring ones that are currently active before they make that transition I know you talked about that a little bit, but... Yeah, well, I think that, um, you know, if you're looking to move in a long-term visa requirements and what the social system where you're going will or will not offer you, you know, um, there are very few, for there are very few countries stay and work long-term as a foreigner, depending where you can be legally in a, in a difficult situation, place to start. Absolutely, because uh, no matter what the the cultural difference aspects. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I think that uh, cultural differences, um, you, you know, whether you work with people in the area or the country that you live in or not, you're changing or you're becoming a stranger to them, and um, that's something that uh, in this journey. And I think that's really important to cover too, because uh, it, it seems like people they really pull idea of digital nomading or living abroad or anything like that on a pedestal, but they didn't need to consider this kind of stuff. Yeah, you know, it, it's really easy um, when you when you're a very different way than that uh, that which you grew up in. It, it, it differs from country to country. Um, in in Europe with America, of course, based on, you know, just my family background, but um, being in being in Japan um, tell you that you're offending them or that they're ready to kind of want to kick you out of their circle, kind of, but you need to live between the lines. So it has really made it much more comfortable for me, my business focus in the U.S. even though I'm... So what tactics and tools have you found using for forming communities, well, not only with potential clients, but also with peers? Mm-hmm. Um, I think, you know, I, for the past five years, or continuously evolving online, so it's made it a lot easier to meet people face-to-face. You know, I don't do business with people. I, mean, I can communicate in Japanese, but I don't do business-level Japanese writing. is very elementary. Mm-hmm. 
can most effective connections to the next level. Um, getting on the phone with people. Yeah. And contacts translate into referrals and other connections. I think it, it comes down to communicating what you're doing, what you want to do, um, to have a community, even if it's just based on voice over that, um, has been huge for me, especially in the way. Yeah, I conversation with the guests just exclusively about this this topic and then the, the web has been for that you're right in terms of easier so um what surprised you most about what Livod has done with your business now versus what you expect it to be like in the beginning um it's hard for me to separate being a new parent because I moved living in Japan for the second time. I moved back here. So it was uh, a work a work at home mom, understanding what that looked like. The biggest things that impact to people in the US um, is because essentially I could be anywhere with those people. So being a new mom, being a, a work at home mom um, and also being the primary caregiver, any husband's watching her or she's playing or doing other things. So um, sleep time is when my clients are awake, not completely, but somehow um, being abroad and being a parent of a young child have worked easy or not, you know, staying awake. But um, that's right. So how, so what kind of tools and strategies and et cetera have you found navigating all different parts? Um, I think it's just constantly learning about simple things like FaceTime to connect, connect with clients or Skype, um, being available by, by chat, um, you know, I think it's 16 or 17 hours ahead, depending on daylight savings, um, keeping on top of what those, those different time zones look hard to make sure that we're on the same page as, you know, what time is it we're actually talking. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. I, that made a difference in my business too, because like I got people in more than one country wanted to send meetings with me. Yeah, it can make you crazy if you if you mess up and you know some countries mess. Yeah. So the web changed a lot when you first started your business. So, <laughs> uh, I mean, it's, I know it, but how has that impacted? It's made everything possible. You know, I've been in business for and. Um, you know, a smartphone just shortly before that or around that time, the first Androids. So just being able to be, but starting out being able to be mobile and laid the groundwork the international work and stick, um, good or bad, you know, being able to be just, um, you know, quick, quick sound bites or being able to screen, being able to record video and, and things like that, being able to be has made such a difference because back um, when I saw people were still somewhat on MySpace, um, there wasn't a whole Yeah, and also in terms of communication, like um, there's only so much you can say a written message. And it's so easy for someone to misunderstand or not see the humor or the sarcasm, the kind of day or anything like that. And I think absolutely, and my hat off to you as who writes, because that is dangerous. Yeah. You know, sometimes it's just, you know, you just need to get on the phone, especially going in a really bad direction. You just need to 
uh, through your tone of voice, through your feelings, your heart, what you what you really intended the message to go. Yeah, and it's important. It's insane how long I can go from saying this is awful to oh, I see where you're going with this. This is let's keep going. This is all in just one phone. Yes, yeah. I think that to weed through all of the technology connection and make sure that that's present because that's where um, people and making sure that we stay true to that because that's what feels instinctual to us. Yeah, definitely. So, are there any other tools and tactics you found for creating boundaries? I found that has been of this season. I think that uh, it, it, coming back being with someone, or you know, be, even before you start working with someone, make sure that um, um, to make sure that uh, with that person that you have similar ethics and ideals and how that person works, so that connect the dots being the space that both of you are in. Um, I think a lot of times uh, boundary issues happen that to the next level and outlining. Um, things in your scope of work, in your contract. Um, and if you see, make sure you get on the phone or you have that conversation. Right? Um, that's not the best way. That's difficult for you. Um, because if you're just quiet, that's going to escalate and um, it's just not going to be good. Yeah, for sure. And they'll make certain assumptions and assume that the certain assumption okay. So, congrats on the branding course. Uh, I that's kind of real soon so would you like to talk about that a little bit thank you it's, it's really exciting for me a branding course called look fit sell and um it's essential and social media managers and um i have it for the past 10 years and um also as a doctor at um so, so teaching is something that i'm very passionate about and i had a hard time finding design work that i do but i kept seeing again and again that um, in the beginning, when budget is very real, get a uh, logo created, get a website created. Business owners need to be able to take that, the beginning of that brand, and understand how to create, especially visual content, mm-hmm. the pieces that they have. Um, so what I get into in my core, intentionally, and not just thrown together, um, the basics of um, coach things, you know, what your font choices are. Um, I get into how to actually audit your own brand so that you understand um, with this, get into some strategy and uh, just general uh, general basics about how to design pieces like principles and uh, things like that. What you can be and what it really makes for. That's a really good idea because um, so many small business owners, I find my clients beginning start with like no idea of how any of this works. I need a lot of help and assistance, etc., to have any idea what colors or what words are like that. Yeah, it's only, and I, I think it comes back to what we were talking about before, that when you go into business, and then all of a sudden you're having to wear all of the hats. So having support burnt out, because if you aren't able to focus on the area that you love, yeah, and then the work, so mm-hmm. that's never good. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. not good. Uh, so what other long-term exciting projects do you plan for your business? So um, 
or strategy because I think that it's really important to um, as much as um, create um, back to market research, taking a stab in the dark, target giving our clients um, as much of a return on investment as possible marketing strategy and design. Hmm. Oh, sounds sounds awesome. So what this is this has been the great one I've been asked all the guests. So what three words do you use to describe your business and so the first my business is Studio Ayuto and I so um very beginning is try to help people to help people see things communicate better, um, especially on the um, strategy. Strategy is huge in as I was talking before about um, intentional as possible and, and use research to drive I think um, growth for myself, but also enabling growth for my clients through the work that making things move forward. If you didn't grow, you'd be stagnant in your life and in your business. So um, this forward is um, at the core of what I do. So where can listeners find um, of course, on my .com, um, I hang on Graham, and also on LinkedIn. Great. So thanks so much for being on the show. So have a great morning. I it's morning there. <laughs> it is. Thank you. Thanks so much, Rosa. Yeah. Bye. Bye. Thanks so much for tuning in. If you like what you heard and you would like to keep up to date on future episodes, Hit the subscribe button on your podcast listening device. And I also have an active newsletter for podcast updates and etc. And the link for that is available in the show notes if you'd like to opt into that. And of course, tell all your friends and I'll see you soon on future episodes.